Welcome everyone to the First 30 Podcast, where we play the first 30 minutes of a game to find out if it's worth your time, money, and energy. Today, we're playing Kirby and the Forgotten Land by Nintendo. Thank you for listening to the First 30. I'm your host, Chad Callahan, and alongside me are the unsatiated fleshy pink blobs, Tim Harris. Hello. David Marino. Hi. And special guest, Weirdbeard of Weirdbeard Media. Oh, hello. How did I get in here? <laughs> I don't know, but you're, you're part of the, the fleshy pink blob gang, so uh, welcome. I mean, as somebody who looks like I do, I feel like being called a fleshy pink blob is the best compliment you could have paid me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always, like I said in the video, and if you want to see the video, you can go to the Chester YouTube uh, channel where we played uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land with Weird Beard, and uh, you can uh, see the, the beginning of the playthrough right before we even get into this. But Weird Beard, uh, you, you brought up something funny before we even started and you wanted to see what our rankings of stuff that kirby puts in his mouth yes. and where we find them and we could do a quick ranking at least of the three that we've seen so we've seen the cone we've seen the car and we've seen the vending machine oh wait we'll do the fourth one which is that random thing on the top so if you have okay. if you don't know what we're talking oh, yeah. about go watch the video <laughs> and then come back and and you'll understand. Uh, but we'll go around real quick uh, and and rank these things. So I'm gonna we're gonna go start off strong with the car. Where's what's this lying on? Tim, we'll start with you. Ranking wise, S tier's top, D tier's uh, trash. The car is going to be my S tier. I absolutely love the car. I I absolutely love the car and his feet for the the taillights was the best <laughs> little touch. I absolutely Rick pointed that out. Amazing. All right, David, we'll, we'll go on to you next. Car Car's sitting pretty at an A rank. A rank? Oh, okay. All right. yep. I'm curious what S will be for David. And Rick? I have to agree with A. It's cool, but it's like, it's the easy thing to put in Kirby's mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Is it? <Yeah>. Is it? <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Tim. I think it's S rank. I think that's like one of my favorite parts. It made me laugh. Uh, so okay, we got a little even split, a little, but we know it's high. Yes, it's 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 good. Yeah, it's good. All right, we're gonna go down to the cone, and not necessarily the ability. I don't think we got. Or are we ranking based on ability? I guess. I think that's important. I mean, they do give you abilities. Personal preference. Wherever it's just whatever your heart tells you that goes in Kirby's mouth. How does it? How does it feel? All right, Rick. We'll we'll start with you on this one. Cone C tier. And I don't care what you have to say about it. It was a boring thing to stick in Kirby's mouth. It's a downgrade from a car. I'm, it's fine. It's not offensive, but I. it's whatever to me. Okay, David. Pone cone, baby. S tier. <laughs> All the way at the top. Well, yeah, heck yeah. I mean, what other... What other ability does Kirby or could Kirby have where you're literally impaling your enemies? That's true. And I like that he's not a rock either as Pone Cone. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he's 100%. sharp. He's <laughs> okay. penetrative. He's like, he's like dull. <laughs> uh, I'm wow. with Rick on this one. The the cone is uh, C tier, 100%. Okay. <laughs> it, I'm, it I'm gonna... does some puzzle solving, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, fine. Uh... I'm gonna give it A tier. I think I'm I'm with David a little bit. I mean, it's it's phallic enough for me to enjoy it. So (laughs) there you go, bonus points. (laughs) Uh, We'll move on quickly to the vending machine, and we'll start with David on this one. Can we 
Are, are we allowed to double up? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. All right, I'm going to put the vending machine in A tier as well. All right, you like the fact that it shoots a little... I love, I love, I love things that have a lot of firepower, and the fact that the cans... They kind of bounce around a little bit. They're not, it doesn't like ricochet off anything, but they'll they'll ping off of things and hit things you weren't necessarily aiming at. That's I like that. That's a nice ability. All right, Rick. Uh, S tier, and here's why. A because I think that it's great that you can shoot somebody with a soda can and then go over and pick it up, and he just like somehow has more and he shoots them with it as well. I think it's cool when you can because <laughs> like the car is cool, right? You can run people over, but you're like, yeah, it's a car. That's what you're supposed to do. With the vending machine, <laughs> they make it so that it's a little bit different. You don't anticipate like, oh, what's Kirby gonna do? Oh, he shoots people with with like cans of soda. That's dope. Cans. I'm in. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, I refuse to double up on these, so I'm going to have to, unfortunately, put the vending machine at B tier. And it makes me sad. It makes me sad. I know. I know. Um, Won't break his own rules. I agree with all <laughs> yeah. the things Rick said, but I have to I have to put it at B just because of the way I do tier lists. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll have to agree if I'm not if I'm not doubling up, and I mean, I I I would double up. I'd probably put it at S tier, but I already put the car up there, so I guess I'm putting it at B. I gotta I gotta agree because I do like the car more. I feel like the car deserves S tier more than the vending machine. Personally. Me too. And then, Me too. and then lastly, uh, we'll start with Tim on this one. Uh, the weird thing on the roof. <laughs> yep. Weird thing on the roof is sitting solidly at an A tier for me. And why hell is yeah, that? Hell yeah. Probably wondering. It's because of the way he kicks the rest of his body while he's trying to pull it off. <laughs> I love it. You see his little legs like pulling away from him and stuff. I just, I love the little animation there. So it's A tier for me. I love it. All right, Rick. I will again put this in an S tier, and here's why: because it <laughs> it makes me excited to see him suck off other things within the game <laughs> and see what he's able to do with it. Right? Like, because you see, it, right. if that's his job, if it's that, if that's his deal, to where he could just be like, you know what, that's going in my mouth. I will never stop him from living his dream of that. Okay, David. I'm going to give this one a B tier. Uh, the the object itself doesn't really do anything, but it's the mystery about what you're unveiling. That's like, ooh, what what could be in that thing on the roof? <laughs> and then it's the surprise of, oh, it was a uh, well, what was it? It was a a waddle dee. Yeah, hidden the waddle. One we got, yeah, extra waddle dee. Yeah, hidden one, hidden waddle dee. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a C. I'm gonna throw this a little curveball. I think it was it was fine and goofy, but. Yeah, with David, it didn't really do anything. It was just like a hidden gem. So. He's not impressed. I mean, uh, you know, we it, compared to the vending machine, sucking balls, it's not, it's not doing it for me. So <laughs> sucking balls on roofs. You know what, Chad? Get them in while you can. Just, just throw all of I those mean, in there. It's just bringing back bad memories of high school. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, or is it? No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> we're not here to rank the... Well, I mean, guess we are a little bit. We're not here just to rank the what Kirby puts in his mouth. We're also here to talk about the full game of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. And uh, I guess we'll start off a little bit about the story. We don't know a ton of what's going on. But David, uh, do you want to take us through like what happened so far? Yeah, so Kirby's outside just enjoying nature. Smelling probably flowers. Celebrating 
having thwarted whatever the previous game's problem was. And uh, these interdimensional rifts just open in the sky and suck everything into this other dimension. Yeah. And you just wake up on an island and, you know, post-apocalyptic world, and here yeah, we are. you just start exploring. Yeah. So and then you find, easy. you find all these asshole, like, dog things that are kidnapping all the waddledies. The most adorable yeah. dog things in the world, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, a really simple story, and I think that works with Kirby because you know it's a, Kirby's like a, a very simple character if you really think about it. Like it's it's easy to understand motive with Kirby, so I think the story makes sense. Well, I th- I mean that's uh, another thing too is that I I'm glad that they didn't like overcomplicate it. You know, like there's definitely the there was probably somebody in Nintendo that was like, all right, we're gonna give him a dark and gritty backstory, and he his parents <laughs> died in front of him, and then after that his girlfriend left him, and now he's on revenge tour. But instead they were just like, <laughs> nah, man, he just got sucked up into a thing, and now he's on a beach. There you go. Yeah, he sucks up the Punisher skull and starts shooting people down. Uh, I enjoy that part. Amazing. But moving on a little bit, we're gonna like the with the story. The graphics there are there too. Like for a Switch game, I feel like I'm constantly impressed with like what the Switch can do for just a simple character design with Kirby. But even like the 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 surroundings and the environment were actually very impressive for like what the switch could do like in a, as a handheld i'm constantly like blown away by what the switch can do well let me let me be a nintendo stand for a second like my background is that i've i've played a lot of nintendo games in my life and i've always hated the like rush from sony and microsoft to be the most realistic graphics right because like i play video games not to have super hyper realistic graphics i i play them to have fun like yeah this even though it's a switch that is capped at like 60 fps and runs on technology that was probably available in i don't know like tamagotchis from 20 years ago it still <laughs> look like it's good right like it just it's whatever they're able to do they're able to take the limitations and work within it and still make like beautiful freaking games yeah yeah and i actually, think i definitely think the uh the art's doing a lot of pulling of weight here mm-hmm. um because it like it does it does look really nice but when you put this up against say like mario odyssey or super mario 3d worlds it does feel like it's been held back like it's a little bit chunkier at least i mean in handheld mode it's probably fine but like i'm playing it on my monitor it's a little bit chunkier like you can notice edges things look blurry uh like textures and stuff look blurry it's capped at 30 instead of 60 like a lot of other nintendo's games have been so far does that take you out of the experience though that's capped at 30 or can you just like that's kind of a bummer but i can get past it with this game i get past it like it does it sucks it's a it's slightly disappointing but yeah it, you know, you just accept it and move on. Yeah, but at the same gotcha. at the same time, it's not like anybody who's picking up a Kirby game is going to be like, oh, this doesn't look like the graphics that I was promised. Like, I think yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true, too. Yeah, like, I feel like this is exactly when if you watch the demo, um, you know, we didn't get bait and switch to where they, they show a demo that you thought looked really good. And then you come and play some janky mess like this is. This is what the demo looked like. Yeah. If you were interested right. in a, uh, a Kirby game, this is, this is what you got. 
Yeah, Nintendo's always had their, like, own style as far as how they work within everything anyway. So, like, I don't think anyone's expecting anything outside of that to begin with, which is always nice. Because you know, you know what you're going to get when you jump into a Nintendo game pretty much every time. I just find it funny, though, because there's all this push for, like, 4K on this and stuff like that. Like, they want to do with, like, the Switch or people wanting it, you know. Remember oh, the, when the, the, the Switch Pro, Pro. Was, yeah, yeah. People keep wanting that. So it's just like, but like if games are going to be limited to the 30, you know, FPS anyways, and it's like, why, why would we need that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Listen, I would rather have Kirby like this capped at 30 frames than have Cyberpunk as broken as it was with a gajillion (laughs) frames. You know what I mean? Like, what's the trade off? Because it feels like even though this is a uh, like simpler game, they were able to do so much more because they weren't having to run like liquid Sims and and try to make it, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's not overcomplicated. It's just like, "Ah, it's a pink, pink fluffball guy like let him fly a little bit yeah <laughs> uh and speaking of like the graphics in the environment like we it this environment for a kirby game it's a bit different i mean it, i wouldn't say it's something that's like too out of left field but it, obviously they're putting him in a new environment giving him like kind of this different storyline that's clearly going on but it's kind of like we talk a little bit about like whether this is like is it too, is Kirby too kid-like or is it, uh, you know, can adults enjoy this too? I feel like the, um, the ambiance and the environment are lending itself to like that adult side of things. Like I'm not getting like zombie apocalypse or anything, but I'm like curious to know what happened as like well, this kid might not care. It just wants to play the game. I've only played a handful of the Kirby games, but I don't remember there being any sort of, like buildings or architecture in them before it's usually like outdoors different environments you know wood water beach sand whatever you know like your classic mario environments but to see kirby kind of like going around these environments where that's dilapidated buildings and what once was probably a civilization society yeah Yeah. it's it it definitely lends itself to this otherworldly feeling where it's like oh i have i've literally been transported to a different universe well we had that moment when uh we were playing and all of a sudden i did the title reveal and then a song started playing in a different language and we did it and kirby was jamming the fuck out he was. hell yeah but we didn't know whether or not like i mean that's also because i'm ignorant af but like i didn't know if it was a real <laughs> language or not like if they were just making up a new waddle d language or but it was still like i was at least invested enough to be like maybe they sing songs here on this new planet (laughs) yeah (laughs) planet karaoke i don't know what's going on uh but yeah the level design's fairly solid i say like they do a good job at like you know you going through like these different like uh streets and then there's buildings and secret areas that are you know they're not like hard to necessarily find but like if you don't like look the right direction or if you walk too quickly you might miss them so like i think the level design is actually like fairly intuitive because like even when we went through what we missed two of the secret uh tulips that were in there that we could have got yeah. to get like more coins truly so it's not well, like even it's... those uh those little like rainbow shimmery areas like it i wasn't sure it was either set up to like once you cleared all the enemies it would like flicker a little bit or uh it only flickered when i got close to it so like if you're not kind of exploring everywhere you are definitely gonna miss a bunch of stuff 
Yeah, which is fine. I think that's fine. I like I like that in a game. Like I'm I'm the person that literally clicks on every barrel in like uh, a Final Fantasy or something like that. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with finding stuff. Yeah, that's been life in Elden Ring, just running around smacking every wall, seeing if there's a hidden passage. <laughs> I've only found like two, but God knows I spent like ten hours smacking walls. So have you? Have you? Oh, yeah, I found chicken. No chicken. Wall chicken. Uh, <laughs> I've learned what that was. How many episodes ago that was? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, I was going to say, Tim, have you run across that one wall that's supposed to break, but takes like a thousand hits before you can break it because nope. of a weird glitch? Nope. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet. But, uh, oh, okay. you know, with games like this, though, I, I find it definitely increases replay value, like big time. If there's like oh, yeah. secrets and stuff that you can constantly go back and look for. And we know that you can go back to the level because we only got eight of nine of the objectives and you got to go back. I would yeah, probably do it immediately. <laughs> well, I mean, it also like, I don't know, like the, the one thing I do know is that you can level up your abilities, right? Like it's a thing that eventually you're able to do within the game. Yeah. I would assume we didn't get to it because we played, you know, 30 minutes, but that you wouldn't be able to get all of the objectives the first time you go through. Like you probably, you too. probably Ooh, have to have yeah. leveled up, you know, abilities to go back and do certain things within it. Yeah. Cause there's like a dragon one, right? Like that you could like upgrade to, which hell yeah, I'm ready for Like I want dragon <laughs> Kirby. I'm all for this. Uh, but moving on a little bit, uh, the UI of this game is fairly simple because all it is is title of what you are and health meter, and that's it. And I love that. I love I as much as a HUD is nice. Sometimes it's nice just to see a video game for what it is, and that's it. You know what I mean? And I actually uh, really appreciate it. But David, like while playing, did it? Did you miss the HUD? Did you, was it fine? Did you not notice? Yeah, no, I can't imagine what you would want to have displayed at all times other than obviously your life. Um, Because even whatever ability you're using, he wears as a little hat. So, I mean, I guess it's nice that it's there, but even that's completely unnecessary. Um, Even when you sucked up something for the first time, a little prompt just showed up in the corner of the screen. It's like, B to do this, Y to do this one. I'm like, okay, thanks. And then it goes away, and then you're just free to experiment around and play with things. Yeah. It seemed really easy, and I, I liked how simple it was. Like, you were literally playing the entire game. None of the prompts for the tutorial were distracting. None of the prompts for the tutorial were, like, invasive. And, like, I, I think of all those games that literally stop you in your tracks yes. and show you what's going on. And it's so yeah. frustrating. And then make you hold the like... button down to dismiss the prompt. <laughs> mm-hmm. David's uh, Achilles heel is those buttons. Well, I, the other, that was so irritating. The other thing too, is like you said, Chad, it didn't stop. Like once you started other than the yeah. break for the title reveal with the song that was like, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds or bop. whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't stop. You were just in it and it, it just played all the way through, even when it was introducing the car, right? Like you saw the car, had the little cut scene, and that was like, what, 10 seconds, maybe 10, 15 yeah, seconds. Quick. And then you're right back into it. And to get out of there or like when you got into the vending machine, it didn't tell you, hey, you're a vending machine now. You can spit cans. Do you see that thing on the wall? Go spit cans there and see what happens. Like it was <laughs> it was like, hey, that th- it looks like it's kind of destroyed. I'm a thing that spits things. Maybe I can break it like that's that's nice, I think, in a, from a game design perspective uh, and a UI perspective to not 
constantly be crowding it up with like a you know there's no navi that's just like screaming yeah. in your ear the entire time yeah and yeah they could that, have easily um, have done that too because that little like yes yep cat full leaf flower thing whatever it is the neopet is, is supposedly <laughs> following you around it's supposedly following you around even though like it disappears whenever you're actually playing the yeah, game and only shows up in cutscenes. they could have had it bother you the entire time but they didn't Yep. I'm curious what that character's like. What the point of that character is outside of just like maybe just a companion for the the storyline. It's more line, of a story piece. It's yeah. a it's a midna. Yeah. It's like from a you know Twilight Princess. It's a it's a character that will be there in cutscenes, and you'll I'm sure they'll be like you'll have a fight with it later in the game, and then you'll make up like thirty minutes later. <laughs> but <laughs> but like well, this is this is a Kirby game, so you'll suck it up uh, and absorb its power. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. You're saying you we're fly. gonna murder that thing? <laughs> I mean, it was it was Probably. fine. I mean, maybe I I I think that it was like it wasn't distracting. Like there's the Olafication that I like to always point out to where, yeah, because like video games now, especially since Frozen has come out, that they love putting in an Olaf, like a really annoying, goofy character that's always supposed to be like the Krillin, right? Like just to be oh. there and be the the butt of the joke to riff off. Yeah, of. and it's like. Got it. You know what? I'm glad that they didn't do that because that that was a very easy trap that they they could have fallen into. Yeah. And uh, before we end off and go right into the gameplay, I will mention that the music in this game feels exactly like what occurred. So good. You know, game shit. It's really good. And there's a bop at the beginning when you're like a driving scene. Just that alone just was amazing. So uh, don't forget, if you want to go watch that and hear the bop for yourself, go over to the Chester YouTube channel and you can watch uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land right there. But coming up next, we're going to talk about the gameplay of Kirby and the Forgotten Land and break down some of the mechanics of the game. Did you know you could watch the full 30-minute playthrough of this game on our YouTube channel? Yep, you can watch the struggles, delights, and everything in between and create your own opinion before spending your money or precious time on a game. Simply search The Chestery on YouTube to find the first 30 playlist. That's the C-H-E-S-T-E-R-Y. Welcome back, everyone, to the First 30 Video Game Reviews Podcast, and now it's time for the bread, the butter, the gameplay of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Uh, and we're going to start it off strong, how we typically do. And one of the most important things is like how a game feels while you play it. Does it like, you know, when it, you have the control in your hands and you just can play the game and it just feels naturally. David, how did the game feel when you played Kirby? Game feels great. I mean, <laughs> Kirby doesn't. <laughs> yeah. What else do you need? I mean, Kirby, he when he's his normal Kirby self, he doesn't have a lot of things he can do. He can walk around and inflate and flap around a little bit. But, you know, he feels he's not slippery. His jump feels like it both goes in appropriate height and distance. Um, he's got good midair control. So, you know, like you overshoot or undershoot a jump a little bit, you can maneuver him so that you can get to that other area and when he has you know whatever ability he has feels really snappy you know there's no delay in an attack or uh you know something maybe an animation plays for too long where you hit the button and he like does this wind up and then hits you know there are some hold yeah. abilities so you can hold the button down if you choose to do that but all of his standard attacks are super quick you know and then you know, something dies. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's important specifically for a Switch game. And I'm, I always bring it back to that just because, like, I feel like when I play a handheld game, things need to be a little bit more snappier for me personally. That's just kind of how I feel. So it's nice to know that, like, it's, a, you know, it's it's tighter, like you mentioned, because, like, I don't know, when I play a, a computer with, like, a mouse and keyboard, I feel like it's a little bit easier to be, like, a little bit more... I mean, I want it snappy, but I, I, I got a little bit more leeway, I guess, versus like a, when I'm on the Switch, personally. Um, but you want to take us through some of the basic controls and uh, specifically the sucking ability? How, how hard did it suck? Uh, it's, there's some good suction. It's got... <laughs> you get a little, like, suck tornado to show you how far away like your cone of suck is so you know like <laughs> yeah. where you're aiming what you're aiming at Can, to I, inhale i really want to like tm like the cone of suck by the way because i think that's a <laughs> yeah, perfect that's so good <laughs> wow. the uh all your different abilities like once you have something in your mouth well the for the mouthful stuff not like your copy abilities but once you have something yeah. in your mouth all of that feels uh, like it feels like kirby but appropriate for whatever you're doing. So like the car is obviously going to be a little bit heavier. So it turns a little bit slower, but you can also just like basically drift in place. So like you yeah. can do a really wide turn, but if you snap the stick back in the other way, Kirby will just like eat and then keep going in the direction that you want to go. Uh, the cone is a little bit slower, but you can adjust in midair when you're doing your slam so he'll jump up and then while you're on your way back down you can kind of tweak where you're gonna land and then he'll hit the ground uh, i like that the vending machine doesn't jump very high but you can fire cans so quickly that you can basically just spin in a circle and hit anything <laughs> that you're aiming <laughs> they at to ricochet a bit too Am they I do wrong? they bounce they bounce a little bit so they'll they'll bounce along the ground and I think they may have a set number of bounces because if it only bounces once on the ground and then like hits off a wall, you can ricochet that off once and hit an enemy. Mm, okay. So you can just like I spray cans everywhere and just have a wall of death, essentially. Use Hell the yeah. power of geometry to crush your foes. Yes. Yes. It's just like Ooh. playing pool. <laughs> yeah. Pop can pool. Um, yeah, pop can pool. Tell me, like, the uh, the abilities, right? Like, when you're playing as the abilities, does it feel overpowered, or does it feel like you're Kirby just with an extra action? Uh, well, so far, anyway, the enemies don't, like, the, the little doggo things, they go in one hit. Oh, oh, so, also, sad. I, I also found out the name of those dogs. Do you want to know what they are, Chad? The real name? Yes. What are they? A woofy. <gasps> oh, that's what I actually call my dog. That's really a woofy. Uh, yeah, a, I call him woofy sometimes. A woofy, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's like it's because it felt like you picked up like there was plenty of powers. There was cutter. There was the sword. There was um, we got fire at the end. Yes, but I just didn't fire at the bombs. I didn't know how it felt playing it because it's like sometimes when you get power ups in games all of a sudden you don't feel like the same character. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you feel yeah. like just like a superhuman character compared to what you have. So I didn't know if there was like that big of a step up or it was like, hey, I'm still Kirby. I just got a sword now. It's like when you yeah, get a spread shot in Contra. Yes. Just dead. Yeah, no, it's, there's definitely like 
well, you would definitely have a reason to choose some power-ups over the other, and it's not necessarily for just how strong they are. Because I like the cutter over the sword just because it has more range. Okay. Oh, because like, you could do the boomerang. Because you you, th- you can throw it out, but the sword has uh, the charge ability where it was doing like that whirlwind and like sucking things into it and like hitting them multiple times before it spat them back out. Yeah. Well, I think it w- based on what it seems like the powers are not just necessarily part of like, oh, you make your Kirby powerful. It's to progress through the level because like obviously with the Pone Cone, you know, you needed that to destroy the street turtles. Uh, I don't know any of the real names of these things. I'm making sure that. So I'm just letting you know that <laughs> these are name. actual Nintendo names. Uh, but we, you had to fight the street turtle, turtle with the Pone Cone. And like even with like some of the other ones, like um, like I know when we pl- uh, wouldn't played the demo, you could uh, throw the cutter or a sword and it like shot down a, uh, a vine, which dropped the pone cone. So you can, you know, do the rest of it, stuff like that. So like those things I think are, it's more of like a, how do you utilize the power? Less of the powers are like, you know, make you super strong and, and things like Except that. Except for, do you know the one power that, uh, actually made this game have to wait a whole nother year to be able to release? We didn't see it in this Which playthrough. Power? Yeah, just do you do you know what power this? Dragon power. No. Is it the dragon? No, it's, it's <laughs> the fact that Kirby had a fucking gun. You get it as an ability. Is that he has a gun at one point, and they had to oh, they had to get a special approval in Japan because all of a sudden Kirby has a goddamn gun that he's walking around <laughs> with. Oh, I, that's, that's right. He's like a pirate. I think I saw pictures. Like he's a pirate. I did see that on Twitter. Uh, which is adorable. He's like a pirate hat, and he's got like these two blunderbusts in his hand. I'm what here for it. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, he's yeah, because it's like it's just I find it funny because it's like yeah, it technically is a gun, but it's like the like you said, like an old timey pirate gun. Not like he pull he yeah. pulls out a Glock and Kirby's just like, what's up, bitches? I'm <laughs> he, here. I mean, he hasn't turned into Shadow the Hedgehog, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, which I don't know how they got past Shadow, but all right. Uh, I, I guess it's Nintendo, so not Sega. Uh, but let's talk about, uh, speaking of the powers, let's also talk about the enemies and like the variety of enemies. Like we were only in there for 30 minutes and we saw a ton of different enemies. We saw the little doggos, what they called woofies. We saw the woofies. We saw the street turtles. We saw these bunny things. We saw like all these different things that we could turn. Oh, like the bomb dudes. Like there's a huge variety of enemies and this is just the the very beginning like are are the woofies like the main like ones throughout the game i'm assuming or does it they seem to be like they seem to be like your fodder for like if you if you don't have a copy ability you can just like suck them up real quick because they're all over the place and they even when you have an ability they go down in one hit like they're not particularly challenging but i noticed like the rabbits took at least two hits i think it felt like it took more if you were getting like on the cutter like if you hit it on the rebound it took an extra hit and then you have the mushrooms where they like guard if you get them while their little cap is pulled down uh all the copyability guys the um obviously like the the like mini bosses where you have the giant charging bull or the the street turtles and then the larger street turtle and they, and they, yeah, would you consider Daddy's the Street guy Turtle. with the shield a mini boss? Yeah, he's a mini boss for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, he, he got his own arena. 
Yeah. And he was actually pretty hard. Like, you know, you had to do the whole, like, Elden Ring backstab thing. Yeah. You well, him down. I kept, yeah, I kept forgetting he'd pull his shield down, so I was wasting stars throwing him at nothing. Well, he was yeah. he was named, too, which I find interesting that they, like, went out of their, na- out of their way to name him as a mini boss. And then I know that they named yeah. the bosses and stuff, too. Like, it's just, it's like those little extra touches that just show the care you know what i mean like yeah. a- as opposed to being like i don't know shield man <laughs> you're just like okay <laughs> well i don't know we did see the uh the waddle d was just bandana waddle d so but, when we learned about oh, co-op, yeah. but, so. but that's like canonical like that's he's been called bandana waddle d to differentiate him from other waddle d's because he's like the sentient Give him a real one. name nintendo <laughs> give him a real name justice for band bandana waddle d <laughs> I think that's pretty interesting, too, because with these named mini bosses, you know, are we going to find out more about what this world was? Like, are these inhabitants of this world or do they come over with us? That's a fair point. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I I guess it's interesting that he's sucked up into a portal and goes to a different world. But like Waddle Dees also exist in his world. So like. Are Waddle Dees in in the normal Kirby world just like idiot, you know, non sentient kind of like animals, and they they come here and all of a sudden they have societies and they can live with other Waddle Dees <laughs> or what, what's happening? Yeah, it, it makes. I don't know. I feel like this is like everything that happened to this world happened a long time ago, and everyone we just fell into it. Like everybody now just fell into it is what it seems like to me. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the storyline. Maybe the uh, bad guys on. were already there, and as soon as everyone got sucked in, they just started enslaving folks. They were like, they look like easy prey. <laughs> we're coming for them. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of easy prey, uh, we, we we didn't see too much past the uh, – we didn't see like a first boss in this video, but we did play the demo, mm-hmm. and we did play the, the first boss, which is like this giant monkey gorilla thingy uh, with a mohawk. Pretty badass. Um so, David, do you want to go through that and, like, what you thought of the boss? Was it too, like, what, did it feel good fighting against it? Was it hard? Was it easy? What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't particularly difficult. I mean, it is the first boss. But it was, it's, it's interesting that, I guess, like, you can, it goes into a different phase. Like, when you're, I think, I think it was less than half. He like he'll do yeah. one set of attacks and then you get him down low enough and he kind of like just gets really upset at you and starts doing different attacks, which I think was nice. Um, I'm kind of hoping that other bosses will have more phases instead of just like a simple phase and then a harder phase for when he's on low health. And you like you can kind of go through more of that. So you have three or more different attacks maybe but you know he is just the first boss so he's you know they're going to keep it pretty simple yeah and a lot of times what the boss battles are is like kind of utilizing when you're going to suck up the stars to fight back yeah and i will say like that's the one thing that actually was surprising to me is that like they don't make it easy for you to get those stars you have to be fairly close to the enemy so it's not like you could like go far away and shoot from a distance. Now you have to go up right close, suck up the stars and then like dodge or, you know, float or whatever you need to do to get out almost of the, way. the, it's like, it's easier not to have a copy ability. At least these like first tier copy abilities. Mm-hmm. Cause the stars do so much damage. 
Yeah. I imagine that might change later. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, even, like, if you go in with the sword or with the cutter, like, you can get in real close real quick for some quick attacks, and it does little slivers of chip damage, but then you suck up a star or two, and it takes off, you know, a fourth of the health bar. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, like, I think it's... um. I don't know, because that's always been something that's been in the Kirby series. It's always been like if you were to hit an enemy and they drop those stars, it would be like a way so that if you didn't have an ability, it would be a way to be able to do damage. Um, because before, you know, in the older games, if you didn't have an ability, you were like SOL'd essentially. So those were your get out of jail free cards. So I think it's like nice that they now make it to where those stars do more damage than the skills because then now you have to balance like okay do i drop my ability can i suck them up am i going to be able to get back in time be able to grab the ability like that it's like just an extra layer of skill that if you don't ever want to interact with it i bet you could just use the ability and you know hack away at it if you wanted to yeah especially those like level two abilities i'm sure they are ridiculously strong oh probably and uh, before we move on to the final say, I have to ask uh, both David and Rick, the the Kirby enthusiast, uh, how true to the Kirby game uh, like series do you feel this is? Does this does this line up? Is it like a left field or is it a nice change of pace? What do you think? I think well, for having played it, I think it feels just like a natural progression. Yeah, like this is Kirby. Kirby has been stuck to the plane for so long just walking back and forth that I'm I'm surprised that they didn't do almost exactly this earlier. Like, this is exactly what I would expect a 3D Kirby game to play like. Yeah, and I think it's it's also... When I say that it's not weird, I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. Like, there's a lot of things that they could have added. You know, like, Kirby's a fairly simple formula to begin with. And I feel yeah. like by making the the jump to 3D, they had the opportunity to, like, add a bunch of bullshit in there. You know, like, yeah. they – correct me if I'm wrong, but you could fly unlimited, correct? Like, it, there was a ceiling there, but, like, if you wanted – There's a ceiling, and I'm not sure if it's, like, f- your flaps or if it's a time limit, but you will eventually not be able to fly as high. So you kind of – gen um gently go down but it it is uh like a long period of time so it's not like you only get three flaps and then you're on the ground again yeah but it's Um, it's, you just can't do it indefinitely it's still better like they had the opportunity to add like here's your flying meter and here's you know your your charge up (laughs) and make sure you swallow three of woofies to be able to get a super fly that takes you like there's so much but it's like instead of adding all that bullshit on top of it they're just like listen we're just going to make it instead of going in one direction from left to right, you can go in a bunch of directions and still fight the same kind of enemies. You know, like it's 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 simple enough. It, it's like a really good home cooked meal to where you don't get too fancy with it, but it's nice comfort food for me. Yeah. <laughs> and and even on top of that, like the, the addition, because I don't I, I don't well, outside of maybe like uh, one or two, like. There's, there's co-op in this. Yes. Is there co-op in other Kirby games? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. If there's uh, in uh, in the SNES Superstars, Kirby Superstars, there is. You can have two people in that one because you can, like, share abilities between the two characters. Um, I know you can do some in 
epic yarn, but that's more of like a helper character as opposed to like a two player experience. Um, but I, it, okay. it's not the first time, but I, I'd be very interested in seeing how co-op kind of worked in, in this title specifically. True. Uh, and to be fair, I, I, we should have brought this up in presentation, but I just realized we didn't, uh, <laughs> there's a point where you could like look at your little amiibo guys that you collect all along the way oh, in your little oh, pills, yeah. uh, capsules and it is the best part of that game it's just Kirby marveling over this toy that he found and I just love every moment of that and like the world that you can I'm assuming because like, there's like a hub space that like uh, is in the future is Eventually, that what like, I'm, yeah. It's, a, yeah it's the so, wildly village wildly village so like there's gonna be like a hub space so like it gives that like the open world feel without it being like uh i guess a uh dying light 2 kind of open world where you're just like going any which direction that you want no it's like there's 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 a bit of a path but you do have your little your little hub to kind of uh give you a little baseline of it all uh it but coming up next oh i was just gonna say it's cute that's all Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we're going to give our final say on Kirby in the Forgotten Land and find out whether or not we would continue. Thanks for listening to the First 30 Podcast, part of the Chestery. For more opinions, reviews, clips, and shenanigans, make sure to follow us on social media. Find us on TikTok and Instagram at the Chestery or on Twitter at Chestery Games. Welcome back, everyone, to the First 30 Video Game Reviews podcast, and now it's time for the final say. And since David played the game, as per usual, he will be going last. And uh, guest, Weird Beard, Rick Hoggerhide, uh, we'll have you go first uh, on the on the Kirby side, because I'm pretty sure we all know what your answer is. Um, so, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Rick, would you continue? Am I becoming a Kirby-only streamer? No. <laughs> Am I going to absolutely play the shit out of this game? Yes. All right. That's. I mean, I guess that's the best compliment you could give a game. Like, would you stream it though? Like, would you stream yeah. this game? Like, maybe not like forever. Totally. But totally. For you know, a couple of times, like going through and and. I'm I'm convinced that I would want to 100% this game. Like, I feel like it would be the correct length for me to do a casual playthrough, but be engaging enough that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go back and do 100%. Round yeah, two. round two and just All clean right. it up. Okay. All right. All right, Tim, it's your turn. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, would you continue? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I'll definitely be picking this one up. I am a fan of Kirby. I haven't played all the games, but uh, this one's definitely calling my name. And the fact that there is all of those little collectibles, uh, 79 at least, and just that, just the figures. As far as we know, yeah. Like, yeah, um, that's the exact type of thing that pulls me into a game, just knowing that there's little collectibles and secrets everywhere. So I could see me dumping quite a few hours into this one, 100%. All right. And uh, would I continue Kirby in the Forgotten Land? Yes. Uh, Kirby's my boy. Is there is there uh, any character, is there any Nintendo character cuter than Kirby? <laughs> uh, Nintendo? Yes. 
Probably no, not. I can't think of I can't think of a single one. Like, Kirby's always been my favorite. Like like I said, I play him in Smash, and people always you're like, oh, that's the easy character because you could get anyone's powers. Yeah, that's why I want him. That's why he's so cool. <laughs> why wouldn't you want that? Like that's the coolest character ever. So like that's why Kirby's been my boy. So hundred percent gonna represent uh, some Kirby love, uh, especially because it it just looks overall like a great game and great fun. All right, David, the player. The person who actually brought this to my attention, would you continue Kirby in the Forgotten Land? I will absolutely be continuing Kirby in Forgotten Land. I was really excited when they first showed this off at whatever treehouse thing they did. It's like, yes, finally, like a, a big, you know, 3D platformer Kirby where I can explore around uh, and other things, collect items and whatnot. But uh, yeah, this met and in some cases exceeded expectations this is phenomenal and i will also probably be 100 percenting this game <laughs> not shocked <laughs> uh and if you want to play this game there is a demo available on switch so you don't have to sink too much money into it right away if you're not sure you can play the demo it's available free on switch so you can go over there and do that and if you want to see the playthrough the first 30 minutes of the actual game you can go over to the chester youtube channel and watch uh our playthrough on that and as well if you're over there on youtube you might as well check out weird beard weird beard where, th- where can everybody find you uh you can search me on YouTube and TikTok. Just search Weird Beard Media. I post all of the latest in esports video game news under a minute. Come hang out with me. I'm not that bad. <laughs> He's not just not that bad. He's great. Uh, so for myself, Chad Callahan, Tim Harris, Dave Marino, and special guest Weird Beard, goodbye.